Welcome to Walking with the Archetypes, a podcast with lessons on life, love, and leadership. For more than a decade now, I've obsessively studied the King Warrior Magician Lover Archetypes, what I now call the Masculine Operating System. And in this podcast, I will reveal their secrets. So come now as we translate esoteric teachings into practical keys for how to rise in life. My name is Ivan Figenskevshelum, founder of Men's Initiation Reclaim You in a Throne. And it's time now to head outside and walk with the archetypes. Morning, folks. It's Ivan here. So it's Thursday, and it's time to speak about the Divine Child. There's a bit of wind today, not the greatest weather, but I hope that the microphone is going to be able to to remove the wind noise. So let's just do it anyway. So I've been speaking this week about the King Archetype and blessings, and speaking to some challenging things that are happening in the world, and trying to just put a bit of a balm on the wound of the state of affairs, because things are really shitting the fan, hitting in the fan. Shit and hit. Yeah, things are hitting the fan. And we are right in the middle of a soup of conflict and shadow projections and the culture wars and paradigms of consciousness that have evolved over thousands of years. They're all clash in their most shadowy aspects. In a sense, to reveal how fucked up everything has been getting. A couple of years ago, I spoke a lot about the apocalypse. I was quite fascinated by this idea. As not the end of the world, but literally it means revelation. The revelation of what's been hidden. And in that sense, we are very much in the apocalypse. Now I have another guy that is coming behind me as well, wanting to be out in nature doing a conversation. <laughs> so I'll try and just pace quicker so that we don't get a, a visitor into this podcast today. Um, okay, okay. So we're going to speak to the Divine Child, which is the archetype that precedes the King Archetype. It precedes all archetypes in the work of uh, Morin Gillette. It is indeed the archetype that we are born into. It is the archetype which the world revolves around. It is the archetype of new hope. It is the archetype of new worlds. It is the archetype of new life. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. The guy is just chasing me. It's one of my new community members and I don't think he's aware of me. Ah, fuck. I feel like I'm being a fugitive running up to protect you from interference in the sound. Uh, okay, uh, the archetype of the Divine Child then is central to the coming of new hope, new life, new paradigms of consciousness. Yet, as it so happens, the Divine Child in the myth and thus in human lives is always under some kind of threat. 
that is how the story goes. You see it in the story of Jesus Christ and King Herod that heard the new king was born and ordered his troops to kill all of the new newborn in the land. It's the same thing as happened with the Pharaoh and Moses. The Pharaoh was afraid that the people of Israel were about to be liberated because a prophecy had come out that that was going to happen. And so he attempted to kill all of the newborn. Moses, of course, ended up in a reed basket on the River Nile, where he was picked up by the princess and ended up being part of the Pharaoh's household, which is a hell of a story, if you ask me. And you have Krishna, who was born to parents in captivity under the harsh rule of the tyrant Kamsa. And the Kamsa had been killing these poor people's babies. Was it six or seven? I don't quite remember, but... The last child was going to be Krishna, an avatar of Vishnu, and Krishna was saved. And we can also see it in the story of the Buddha, whose father Shuddhodana, the king, wanted his son to become the greatest king ever, not a spiritual teacher. And of course, as the story goes, he designed Siddhartha Gautama's whole life as, in a way, a form of deception just showering him with all worldly pleasure so as to not tempt him away into more spiritual transcendence of the worldly realm. As you know, the story of Siddhartha becoming the Gautama Buddha is exactly the story of the Buddha leaving the world of material pleasure and finding the transcendence of the enlightenment. So you have various takes on a similar theme here. One of the things that I talk a lot about in my work and teachings in general is how we, as men, were playing out this miserable legacy in our own private lives. Because you have to understand that mythology is the way that the ancient tribes and indigenous cultures of the world pass down wisdom through the generations. And so myths essentially are repositories for psychological wisdom, which means that Myths are about themes, perennial themes in human life. Which means, again, that this story of you being a divine child that is being threatened by the tyrant and then that you are being saved by some miraculous divine intervention. That is a theme that you can very well use as a mirror to your life. So the question then, how is your inner tyrant trying to slay your inner divine child? Because I can assure you it is happening. In what ways are you denying your need for support? In what ways are you denying your own vulnerability and sensitivity? In what ways are you trying to go it on your own because you're afraid to be judged for being weak? In what ways are you going numb and sedated? In what ways are you just turning away from all that is precious about you so as to pretend to be someone that you have never been and that you will never become? This is the legacy 
of the industrial man. This is the legacy of the masculine mindset that is repressive, that is in some way, shape or form tyrannical to innocence. Now, this is, of course, the flavor of the masculine that feminism and types of toxic femininity are trying to get at and take down. And I understand them. This isn't a beautiful thing. This thing that lives in us, it is on some level anti-life. And so just notice the ways in which you have parts of you that are anti-life. Where are you trying to kill yourself? I mean, these are big words, but I'm not talking literal suicide. But I'm talking about the seed of life, that wonderful joie de vivre, the, the joy of life, the, the, the wonder, the awe. Where are you shutting that down in order to be an adult or in order to be a man or whatever the story is for you? In the world these days, I am sad to say that child abuse is on the rise. We know that the human trafficking is reaching epidemic proportions. We know that sex trafficking and sell, buying and selling of babies is just going fucking mad in the world. You have marketplaces online, as far as I know, where you can, you can buy, buy children. And then you have politicians that pretend that they're virtuous and they want to take care of the vulnerable, but they don't give a fuck. They do nothing to try and stop this. Nothing. Nothing. And you see how a new form of child abuse has entered our culture, where adults that are so full of guilt and the insanity of the thonic forces that I spoke about yesterday, the thonic forces that are coming up from the underworld, possessing us, making us slaves of archetypal themes. These thonic forces are possessing adults to completely rack the psychology of little kids, completely ruin their souls and hearts. If you, if you can't comprehend the level of malice that is happening right now, in schools, for instance, in the United States, where you have literal brainwashing of children happening that is designed to make little kids hate each other because they're the wrong belief system or the wrong color or this or that and the other. And it's named as being tolerant. It's named as being virtuous. And this is what's so bone-chillingly scary. It looks exactly like the kind of garbage that we've seen from tyrants in the past. Where you take people, strip them of their humanity and turn them into a number or a color, a badge, and then treat them as that number, no longer a human heart, a human soul, a human destiny, because that doesn't support the agenda, see? And so we've had innocence being violated by all paradigms of consciousness in the history of humanity and now most recently the very paradigm that professes to be in support of innocence but is showing itself to be absolutely as corrupt as every single paradigm that's been before it and now we are in a pickle man we are in such a pickle 
because there seems to be literally no movements in our culture that are supporting the divine child. If anything, I would go back to the religions and the mythologies and discover the baby Jesus, discover the baby Buddha and Krishna or other divine children. There are also stories, of course, of female divine children being born. But we need to reconnect because the innocence inside of you is greatly helped by having some kind of mirror in which he gets to see himself. A story that helps point the way to the beauty that lives inside of you, the new life, the new hope. And so, before we wrap up today, I would like you to connect with your heart. I'm going to just slow down here a bit and ask you to close your eyes and connect with your heart. Maybe put a hand on it. And speak to this part of you. Hey, little one. Hey, beautiful baby boy. I'm here. I'm here. I know the world is full of people that want to take you out. But I'm not one of them. I'm here for you. And I'm fucking strong, boy. And I will keep you safe. And for the rest of our days, we will live and we will thrive together. With me being on your side, truly. So breathe into this young part of you, this innocence. If there's grief, that's okay. And that's okay. Good. Good man. Good. So I want you to know that the work that we're doing here now is the kind of work that we go into in great depth in the Reclaiming a Throne Initiation. We also have some fantastic tools in the membership inside of Reclaiming a Throne called the Forge, which we will pretty soon open to men who are not Reclaiming a Throne alumni. There you will get to work with this connection with the Divine Child, but you will also get to do so many other things that will help you kick ass in life. To claim your personal power and to rise, to take some risks and rise in times that are so degenerate, that are so messed up, that men like you and I, and us, and we, everyone listening, women as well, that we need to rise together and realize that if we don't take a smidge of responsibility for how messed up things are and doing our part, then humanity is entering into a dark age. So may we come together to protect innocence in this world. May we find a way to protect our hearts from being defiled by vicious ideologues and hardcore spin doctors and authoritarian rulers. And may we come together sourcing 
our life force and our joy and our love from this divine child and create a new era of personal sovereignty for ourselves, for each other, and for the future generations. That's all. That's a big message. So maybe just take a moment after you've listened to this and sit with that divine child and know that he is so good and that he is so loving and that he deserves every part of you to be in full acceptance and protection of him. I stand here looking at the ocean. A pride banner is waving over my head. Two of my new community members are are a gay couple, a great, great people. And um, it's not quite as sunny today, but still, wide open, expansive place I'm in. And it feels good, man. It feels good. Wish you a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's Walking with the Archetypes. It's been a real pleasure to spend this time with you. And don't forget, you're invited to come walk with me every weekday, Monday through Friday. To go deeper with this masculine operating system, head over to MasculineOS.com for a comprehensive, free guide.